Dublin is on fire right now. There is chaos right throughout the city. That's going to be today's leading story on this week's Walk and Talk. We have also got a number of stories coming out of Germany, a lot of problems there. Saudi Arabia and China, what they have just said, which is basically screw the US with their new deal. In the UK, house prices at a 13 year low. We have problems with housing in the US as well. Uh, also, explosive migration stats have just been released, which is causing a lot of upset in the UK today. All that and more in this week's Walk and Talk from the beautiful Alicante in Spain. So we've got to provide a little bit of uh, sunshine for today with everything that's going on because this is absolute chaos, just pure carnage today. So let's get on to the main story for today then, which is Dublin. I mean, this is just absolute chaos, what's going on in Dublin. So I'm going to tell you what has happened as opposed to what the media is saying. We'll get on to the media manipulation um, shortly. But there was an attack involving a blade, shall we say, at a primary school. A five-year-old girl has been left critically injured. They're not sure if she will survive. A six-year-old has uh, suffered head injuries. A woman has been seriously injured. And a boy has also got wounds from this attack. So in the aftermath of all of this, mass riots have broken out right across the city. The the scenes and the footage is absolutely, it's like a war zone right now, seeing what is going on in Dublin. The media, of course, glazing over it and some of the headlines and, and titles that they've been saying are just crazy. The police and the media are deliberately not saying anything about the suspect. Now, initially, I thought I had uh, a good suspicion as to why that was, but at the moment, I'm not 100% sure. I go to my usual source of news when these things happen, which is TikTok, yes, and the reports there are very mixed. Some are saying that this was a terrorist incident uh, with chants and things like that as the attack happened. Others are saying this was actually an Irish citizen, although what exactly that means, I'm not sure because you can get citizenship in any country after a number of years. So I don't want to jump to any conclusions at this stage as to what exactly has happened. But the media have used this excuse to launch this new campaign against the far right, as they call it. They say far right violence flares up in Dublin. Five year old girl seriously injured in attack. Now, again, you notice the way the media manipulates. And this is why people are getting so 
angry with the media and the way they run these stories. How did they frame that headline? Did they say attack results in five-year-old girl uh, getting injured, life-threatening injuries, and as a result, people went to the streets and riot? No, they say far-right rioters started this thing and a girl was injured. They're making it out as if a girl was injured as a result of the riot, which is not true. Now, initially, the police said that there was no terrorist link to the attack, but then the commissioner very quickly did a U-turn and said, I have never ruled out any possible motive for this attack. All lines of inquiry are open to determine the motive motive for the attack. Okay, the sunglasses are gonna have to go on here. I know you guys don't like it when I wear the hat and sunglasses. I always get the complaints, but it's gotta go on. All right, that's better. And remember, today is the big day. Today is Black Friday. I hope you're getting some great deals all over the place. And remember, I have a 90% off coupon for you. What are you waiting for? It is now, let me just check, 78% of all of the coupons I've offered are now sold out. There is just 22% of the coupons left. And remember, this is the craziest deal, the craziest sale I've ever done. It's only got a few days left. It's ending very soon or when these coupons have expired. And I want to just tell you again that if you're not sure or you're concerned or you think it might not be for you, don't worry about that at all. There is a 30-day no questions asked return policy. So if you don't think the course is for you or you're not sure, you don't really like it, maybe you think you're too old for the course or whatever else, just get the courses. If they're not for you, I will issue you a full refund right away no questions asked just look at the terms and conditions on the information page for that and also thank you for the testimonials they have been absolutely rolling in this week and here's another one that i've got from a man who was very very skeptical <laughs> i mean just check out his testimonial and you'll see for yourself over the years i've picked away at various books and TED Talks, YouTube channels and presentations about wealth accumulation and money. Uh, it was all a bit bitty. So when Neil's announced his course, uh, I, I jumped at it. Uh, I've followed Neil for several years. He's got an ability to digest complicated and large information, um, consolidate, translate it and present it in a, in a really easy to understand way. It's very consumable information. And for me, the most important thing is, is of course, Neil's done this stuff. It's not, uh, this isn't theory. This is theory backed by practice and results. He's very open about his successes. And importantly, he's open about his failures as well. You can feel very confident about this information. So some really interesting things I liked about the course were it, it lets you understand how you've been programmed um, about wealth and money and uh, wealth accumulation programmed by society, um, family, school. And it also shows you the, the importance of your time and your value to society and how that relates to wealth and wealth accumulation. A chapter that particularly resonated with me was, um, it was a bonus chapter in fact, and it dived into the metaphysical aspects of, of um, wealth. I really liked that. And of course you've got exercises that are really useful. They're worth doing. There's so much more. And what you'll find is you'll, you'll find stuff that really resonates with you and really makes you think. So, and as with all these things, you need to get out there and you need to do it. And I have 
been doing that. And I can honestly say, hand on heart, it is working. So yeah, I, I really recommend this course. Okay, so getting back to the Dublin story then, this is just getting completely out of hand here. The police said misinformation and far-right hooligan groups were to blame for the unprovoked, I don't know if that's the right word, but unprovoked violence. The, en the Independent as well, they led with this title, bus set on fire in Dublin city centre. What? Uh, I think that is the understatement headline of the century bus yeah how many buses how many trams uh, police cars shops it was absolute chaos now the next big story then is hsbc banking is down right throughout the uk now this is not the first time this has happened let me just talk about this a second mobile banking down for thousands across the uk due to unknown reasons. HSB said it was investigating this as a matter of urgency, but in other words, they have absolutely no idea why, or maybe they do know why, and uh, we also know why, and they just don't want to say. People are furious because today is Black Friday, and they're trying to get all of these deals, and they can't get the deals because their banking app is not working. Talk about frustrating. But even more crazy is that it says this is affecting almost 15 million customers across the UK. 15 million! <laughs> what? That is crazy. And this also happened on November the 5th, which is why there's a lot of theories going around about this because of what happened November around that time November 5th and now what's happening around this uh, time at the moment. So I'm going to look into that a little bit more before I jump to any conclusions. This is also affecting First Direct as well. One HSBC customer said, it's the lack of communication from the start of the issue that's most worrying. You haven't even updated your own service website. I'll definitely be moving my funds due to this poor communication. Another customer said, I got paid today and cannot pay any bills. Sort it out, HSBC. And another is Black Friday and I need to get the deals before they expire. Hurry up. <laughs> so another bank down. This is becoming quite a theme at the moment, isn't it? Yes, indeed. We're going to try and walk to the beach down here. I don't know exactly how to get there. I'm just... Uh, sort of navigating <laughs> roughly at the moment. But let's get on to one of the other big stories that's causing a lot of upset in the UK this week before we go on to the other stories around the world. And that is UK migration statistics were just released today, which to me, I don't think is a coincidence. They're deliberately trying to stir up the public now that they're doing this switch. You know, they're doing this flip now from open the floodgates, let anybody in, etc. And now they're like, oh, hold on, we need to stop this. And you're seeing all these new elections, these, these shock right-wing <laughs> winds and everything else that they are, they are saying here. Because these figures that have just come out are pretty wild and actually they're misleading. I want to correct the figures that they've actually given. So here's what they've said then. Migration adds 672,000 people to the UK population. But here's what they're not saying. If you look at the official statistics, not what they're putting out here, it was actually 1.25 million people. Why? Because 750,000 British people, so three quarters of a million people, 
left the country and emigrated, not immigrated. Yes, that is three quarters of a million people left the UK last year. So this change, this massive net change, is actually not the way they are saying it because they don't want you to know the true figures. And yet again, another really good documentary came out about all the migrant boats and dinghies and things like that that was quashed right away, banned, because they found the exact same conclusion I told all of you over a year ago now when I did my investigation. And that is that some of the guys coming in off the boats are wealthy in their own countries. They've been paying 8,000 euros to get on these boats. And it's highly organized criminal activity. That's why all the boats were the same, all the engines were the same, all the life jackets were the same, all the routes were the same. And then when they land on the beaches, a white van is there to get all the boats and engines and then they get back on the ferry and they do it all over again. But anyway, of course, Suella Braverman came out with her statement saying this is an absolute disgrace. The British people are fed up. Yes, it is a disgrace and the British people are fed up. But the irony of the statement is this has all been happening while she was in the position of power to do something about it. Now, again, I say that loosely because really what could she have done something about it? Did she have the backing and support? Uh, that, that's a, another question. But you know, it's interesting how they always say these things after the fact, isn't it? Well, this is really off-road now. I'm starting to think I should have brought a bottle of water on this, on this hike. Uh, jeans, blue jeans were a bad choice. It's so damn hot. Milk was a bad choice. Okay, next story then. Germany freezes spending. Germany's finance ministry has implemented a spending freeze on federal ministries following a constitutional court ruling that created a 60 billion euro deficit in the government budget. I mean, this is chaos. The story is pretty boring, so I won't bore you with it all. But um, it's absolute chaos, the infighting in Germany around all of this and playing the blame game. Basically, in a nutshell, all of these countries have done the same thing. They've made the same mistake. They've created too much debt thinking, oh, you know, not a big deal. 2008 crisis, we did loads of currency creation. It didn't create a lot of inflation, so we can get away with it again. Well, they got it wrong this time. And now they've got all of these problems, all this infighting, a debt level that they just cannot pay off. And it says here there's concerns that Germany may fall into economic chaos in the following years, akin to the period after World War I, aka the Great War, which led to the rise of a new leader. Yes, I think we can read the writing on the wall with what they are saying there. We know exactly what happened with that new leader after World War I, the emergence of the, the brown shirts, uh, shall we say. I think Germany has to be very, very careful. They do not have a good, a good track record with this sort of thing. There's actually a book called Lords of Finance for those of you who are absolute economic history uh, geeks like me. It's a, it's a hard read and it's very complex, but if you're quite switched on, you could, you could read that book and it explains 
everything that actually happened, the truth, that, in my opinion, that led to World War II. It was economic as opposed to political, in my personal opinion, anyway. Oh man, I'm just looking at that mountain behind, realizing I've got to climb back up that in my <laughs> shirt and blue jeans. Hey, next article then, again, Germany. German minister pushes for Bitcoin as part of legal tender in Germany. That would be awesome, actually, if that happened. That would be pretty cool for more countries to adopt Bitcoin, but that's probably one of the only ones I do think would be good because really it's the only true decentralized currency. Joanna Kotar, a German Bundestag member, supports making Bitcoin legal tender in Germany, advocating for a legal framework that balances combating risks like money laundering with not stifling Bitcoin's innovation and freedom aspects. She only approves of Bitcoin, no other cryptocurrency, and she disapproves of the ECBs or even the central bank's digital currency. She doesn't want to see these come in. So what we're seeing is a lot more politicians now doing a pushback against these central bank digital currencies. And some of them are even adopting or wanting to adopt Bitcoin as legal tender, which would be crazy. If everyone went on to Bitcoin, that would be insane. We'd have complete freedom in the world, the, the financial world. And I know some of you think Bitcoin's a CIA undercover top secret scam project and the creator was an agent and <laughs> all this other stuff. I have absolutely no idea. Maybe the, the people who think that are correct, but I have no idea. But everything I've seen about Bitcoin so far, I like. Well, we're almost here. We're almost here at the beach. We've, we've navigated quite well. My friend's house is over in the background somewhere. I'm not sure exactly which house, but uh, we're staying with uh, friends here for a couple of days. But the next story then is China. Actually, let's get a nice view for you here. Here we go. There's a nice background view. China and Saudi Arabia, 7 billion US dollars currency swap. China and Saudi have established a $7 billion swap line. This agreement, which allows for exchanges up to 50 billion yuan or 26 billion rials, is seen as a symbol given Saudi's status as the world's leading oil exporter. And at the moment, we've got it all in dollar trade. So this is very interesting because we're going to start seeing even more of the BRICS countries doing these swap lines to avoid trading in US dollars. Next one then, US home sales. This is interesting. Has fell to a 13-year low in October. Sales of previously owned homes in October decreased by 4.1% from September, hitting the slowest pace since August of 2010 at a rate of 3.79 million units. That is a lot lower than what the analysts said. I can tell you that without knowing even what the story, uh, the full story says here. That is huge. Uh, this decline attributed to high mortgage rates and a persistent lack of inventory marks a 14.6% drop year over year. That is huge. 14.6% drop year over year is pretty staggering. But the other thing you've got to bear in mind is we are seeing some prices still going up. Uh, the median price is up 3.4% on last year. Now, you've got to ask, why is that? Well, it's basically because 
there is a tightening of supply. It's not about the interest rates, which has made the housing market even more difficult for people to get in and they don't want to refinance, etc. But it's the supply, it's this tight supply. And when you are having net migration into Western countries, the supply is only going to get tighter and tighter and tighter, especially when you've got the government paying for the housing renting them from landlords so they can help with migration and everything else it's not going to loosen off anytime soon at this rate if they continue these policies and now the home builders are building even less so they can make more money it's a recipe for stagnation and it's no different in the uk i was looking at the stats over there today and that is almost identical except the decreases is much more severe it's a 53 percent drop compared to the same time last year. Again, the house builders are saying that they're trying to control the supply in order to keep prices higher. It's no different to what a company does. You think of a Rolex watch. Do they mass produce millions of these things? No, they, they tighten the supply. Look at designer brands. What do they do? They, they tighten the supply. It's very limited in supply. So this is what the home builders are doing so they can get the best prices possible. But the government is also to blame by stifling competition in home building and over-regulating it. If they loosen this off a little bit, you'd see more independent people coming in and doing more building. And that would increase the supply. And then we'd have a much better housing market all around. Now, continuing on with, uh, we talked about crypto before, there is some chaos going on in the crypto markets at the moment. Really, really uh, crazy stuff. Binance, if you've ever used a Binance platform, users withdraw over $1 billion worth of crypto in just 24 hours. And this was following what's happened with the CEO. He's pleaded guilty with the US Department of Justice, which I was really shocked by. Why on earth he pleaded guilty? His penalty, 4.3 billion US dollars. That's his plea deal, 4.3 billion US dollars. This includes 2.5 billion forfeiture and a 1.8 billion fine. This is probably one of the biggest fines I think I've ever heard of in my entire life. That is a staggering, staggering fine, that sort of number. And we've also got the SEC as well, suing Kraken, another crypto platform. So they're suing Kraken all over again. And this is for selling cryptos like Cardano, Polygon, Solana, etc., which they class as securities, the SEC does. Now, it's funny all this is happening just as we're about to go into the new crypto bull market that the government comes after crypto all over again. Hmm, what a, what a coincidence. Oh, yes, it's a, it's a big coincidence here. But as always, let's talk about a little bit of woke news as we as we come towards the latter half of the video here toyota advert has been banned yes the advertising standards agency has banned a toyota suv advert following a complaint for showcasing the hillux sports utility vehicle driving off-road in a manner that was not fuel efficient and disregards the environmental impact. Uh, I mean, I could go on with this story. It's back and forth, back and forth. It is ridiculous. So an off-road vehicle was not being fuel efficient in how it was driving off-road. 
Um, okay. <laughs> um, yeah, this is the craziness now that we, the world we live in. And talking of craziness, we just had this statistic out. 12 billionaires, yes, 12 billionaires, their emissions are equivalent to 2.1 million homes. These are Western homes. This is absolutely insane. So just 12 of them is equal to 2.1 million homes. Uh, staggering. Guess who the, big, the biggest culprits were? Jeff Bezos, Bill Gates, Elon Musk. <laughs> oh, gosh. Bill, I mean, the irony of it, hey? Oh, wow. Okay, I've got a beautiful view for you here. Here we go. Get ready for this. Get ready for this view. We're in Alicante here. Here we go. Look at that. Isn't that stunning? Yeah, so Bill Gates has issued a statement. He said his environmental impact is irrelevant because of the awareness that he is bringing or his brand is bringing to all of this around the world. Um, what on, I mean, that makes no sense whatsoever. Another thing that makes no sense whatsoever is the WHO. They've just declared a new pandemic. It's called loneliness. Yes, I've been reading all this stuff. Uh, it's pretty wild. They basically want to get you into living in compact cities. That's the way I'm reading this. They want everyone living in these compact cities to avoid loneliness. Yep, good old 15 minute cities, eh? Let's get everybody into these things. Oh yes. Wow, this is beautiful. Look how beautiful this is. But I've got to end with the last one. Novak's Novak. Yes, the tennis player has just won the Davis Cup and spectators were said to be furious. They just, it's so funny. They just will not let it go, will they? That he wouldn't take the Vax. They will not let it go. And now he's back to winning all over again. So these fans were furious and he obviously tried to wind them up as he usually does. But wow, what a crazy week. And this isn't even all the craziest. I actually had even more news for you. I had a lot more news for you of just crazy, crazy stuff this week, but I haven't even had a chance to get it all into the walk and talk. And this is long enough as it is. So maybe, I'm not sure yet, but maybe I'll do another video tomorrow, I think to talk about some of this other stuff because it's so wild. I just covered the United Nations, what they did yesterday. If you haven't seen that video, you've got to watch that video because it's so unbelievable. But yeah, remember, grab your Black Friday deal. Uh, honestly, you've got to grab it quick. There is not many coupons left. Once they're gone, they're gone. I don't think we're going to get to the 28th this time around. So yeah, go into the description or the pinned comment and grab that coupon. I had a few people saying, they were having difficulty actually buying the course. Um, if you are having difficulty, it's quite simple. There's um, some frequently asked questions or troubleshooting bits at the bottom of the information page. So just check out those and uh, that should solve the problem you're having. But other than that, take care. God bless you. God bless your family. And I will see you tomorrow, I hope. Otherwise, it will be on Monday. See you then.